Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? I've got an old friend of sorts. Hang on. Yeah, I really like this coffee a lot. Old friend, well, it's been on the show once before. Uh, Trader Joe's French Vanilla Coffee. Boy, I really like this a lot. I, I saw it right next to the coffee maker before cameras rolled. I said, that's what I'm going to use. And I've been burning through this uh, quite a bit. I think there's only maybe a third of a bag left here. Uh, and it's terrific. I'm using it in my coffee maker. I'm using it in my AeroPress. I really like it. Uh, it's a medium dark roast. Ground coffee, 100% Arabica beans, Trader Joe's French vanilla. I like the uh, the scent of the coffee. I like the aroma, and I also like the flavor. It is really very, very good. So if you uh, have a Trader Joe's in your neck of the woods, check check out your neck of the woods. <laughs> check out French vanilla from Trader Joe's. I really do like it a lot. And my coffee mug this morning is the Been There coffee mug that came courtesy of viewer Beth Jones. Beth. Thank you very, very much. This one highlights the state of Ohio, my home state. And of course, it's got all the great features and um, areas that you can visit of, of the state of Ohio. And of course, we've got the state bird there, the cardinal. And uh, we're known for football. Red carnations is our uh, state flower. Uh, hey, we had the first traffic light in the country. Did you know that? The first electric traffic light in the country was in the uh, city of Cleveland. And uh, of course, we're known for football, Ohio State, Bengals, Browns. Yeah, so uh, I like this a lot. And if you're interested in a Been There coffee mug uh, for your home state, they're available on Amazon. They make great gifts. You know, Father's Day's coming up, dads and grads, that sort of thing. Really a nice keepsake and a terrific coffee mug. So we will link to the Been There coffee mugs on Amazon. So thanks again to Beth Jones for a really, really Delightful, delightful coffee mug. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me, with me this morning. Hang on, one more. <laughs> one more sip as I'm stumbling over my lines here this morning. <laughs> Boy, great to be with you. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. As we like to say on the show, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Yes, uh, viewer William Kilber writes... Cheers from on the road here in Commerce City, Colorado. Keep on shaving. Hey, Wilbur, William, William Kilber. <laughs> William, thanks very, very much for that. It's great that you're uh, taking me along on uh, your morning drive there. And hey, if you out there are taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very, very much for the lift. I really, really do appreciate it. Got a great show for you this morning. Got a really, really neat shaving tip. Uh, we're going to do a little more uh, Maggard meetup uh, mentions here that a uh, few of the uh, the vendors and some of the folks selling things that we uh, forgot to mention last week. Uh, got a, got an, uh, an update to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Uh, got some great refill comments. Uh, some new wet shave gear stuff. Boy, that really comes into play. That We got some really, really neat stuff there. Um, and uh, some great questions and comments as well. Now, I don't know if you've noticed this. Notice this little bit of irritation right here. I don't know what that is. I, you know, I noticed that before cameras rolled. I had a great shave. We're going to talk about that later on in the show, too. I had a great, great shave. But that is not from my shave. I mean, uh, the uh, shaving, uh, the lather doesn't get up there uh, like that. And uh, I don't know what, it's not from my razor. Uh, the only thing I can figure is maybe it's the pre-shave soap. Maybe it's the menthol from the pre-shave soap. I don't know. Uh, you would think that if it were... 
on this side of my uh, high cheekbone there that would be also be on this one here, but it's not. So I don't know. I don't know what that is. And you would think that if it's lather, uh, it would be uh, both sides equally. Uh, you know, that, that sort of thing. I, I just don't know what that is. But um, you know what I used uh, before cameras rolled after when I noticed this? I pulled this out. I haven't talked about this one in, in a long time. Granado Aftershave Balm. Remember this? I uh, happened to uh, review this about two years ago. We reviewed the Granado Shave Soap. Uh, these are from Brazil, and uh, they're available on Amazon. And uh, you can check out that review about two years ago. And I looked at it briefly before I uh, showed these on camera here. I wanted to kind of refresh my memory. And uh, yeah, I, as I recalled, and as my memory was refreshed from the video, this Granado Shave Soap, this made a nice, it, it, it didn't make a big, thick, uh, rich, creamy, cushiony, Santa beard kind of lather. It was, it was light and slick. And uh, I have to look at the entire review there again. I think it did a good job, as I recall. I don't have any complaints. I don't have any bad memories of it. Let me put it that way. But uh, I'm going to use this again and see how, it, uh, see how it stacks up to some of the other artisan soaps that I've been making out there. But I do recall reading on Amazon that there was um, someone who was uh, very happy to find this on Amazon because they had lived in Brazil, I think in Rio de Janeiro. And when they came back to the States, they couldn't find this shave soap. And they really, really liked it a lot. That person really, really enjoyed it. So um, they were very happy. That person was very, very happy to find it uh, on Amazon. So it is available on Amazon. We'll link to it. It's less than $10. The uh, balm, I think, is a little, little pricier. And they don't really give you a lot. <laughs> 60 milliliters, I mean. But I use a little bit. And I think, it's, I think it's actually helping. I mean, I think, you know, well, we'll see as the show goes along. And if it dissipates any, have you ever had that happen to you? Have you ever had any kind of redness or irritation like right there on the cheeks, uh, you know, before or after your shave? Or maybe you've noticed it develop for some reason. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a bath soap I'm using in the shower too. It could be that. I don't know. Uh, but let me know if you've uh, ever had that. My apologies for, for that. But then again, you know, try to, take a, try, try to take a negative, turn it into a positive, maybe get a discussion going. Has this ever happened to you? And have you identified the source uh, or the cause of whatever that is? And again, I don't, it's not the shave because it would be in other areas uh, of my shave path is what I'm saying. But maybe it's the, maybe it's a little bit uh, the menthol from pre-shave maybe. I don't know. But uh, hey, comment below and let us know. Well, uh, again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Great to be with you. Really, really terrific, terrific uh, show planned for you. I'm really excited for it to show you, to share with you a lot of what uh, viewers have sent in. Uh, yeah, really, I just really, really delighted to be with you this morning. Again, get a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and let's kick the show off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shave tip comes from viewer Chris Eikenberry. And Chris writes, Mark, it was great to meet you at the Maggard Razor Meetup this past Saturday. Oh, thanks very much, Chris. Great to meet you and all the other folks out there. It was just absolutely a wonderful, wonderful meetup. I really, really enjoyed myself. It was terrific. And again, easy drive for me. Three hours up, three hours back. I did it all in one day. And uh, maybe next time I'll, uh, I'll stay overnight. But it was really, really terrific. I really, really enjoyed it. So yeah, it was great seeing you and everyone there. 
I pulled the trigger on a Carve Overlander and can't wait to use it. Yeah, that is an outstanding razor. Absolutely wonderful. I think you're going to like it a lot. Uh, thanks so much. I have a shave tip. Well, actually, it's a pre-shave tip. I shower before I shave, and right before I finish, I use Cremo Sea Salt and Grapefruit Exfoliating Body Wash on my face. It really softens up the whiskers and helps make the shave enjoyable. Hopefully, it will work for other guys. Thanks again, and have a great week. Chris Eikenberry. Uh, he's out of Bowling Green, Ohio, so it wasn't that far of a drive for you. Great to see you again, Chris. Uh, so thanks, uh, thanks again for the shave tip. Hey, there you go, folks. Another kind of pre-shave routine out there. Uh, you don't really have to be locked into uh, a lot of the different pre-shaves that, uh, that artisans make. If you want to try something different, you can use something like Cremo that Chris is using. Noxzema, how about that? Noxzema is always a good stand-in for the Parasso pre-shave. A, a lot of wet shavers use that. Point is, there are a lot of other products out there that could make great, great pre-shaves. And here is a Cremo uh, <laughs> exfoliating body wash that Chris says makes a great pre-shave to soften and prepare the whisker. So Chris, thanks very, very much for that. Really do appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll get that on Amazon and link it below, folks, if you're interested. I do believe Chris sent along a link to that. So Chris, to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and if I use it here on the morning shaving tip segment on the Monday morning mailbag, you too will receive... An original signed George sketch. So, Chris, thanks very, very much for a great tip. Really do appreciate it. So, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Simply go to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. Monday Morning Mailbag and more. And the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast should come right up, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup. So again, search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag and Second Cup podcast will come right up. Again, they're available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, this morning I wanted to give you another Maggard Meetup update because last week I was trying to cram a lot of information into uh, the show and uh, do a lot of video and overview and I didn't uh, get a chance to talk about everybody was that was there and I wanted to show you uh, a few other things that uh, that I had come across and uh, my apologies for not including it in last week and uh, you know after it aired the show aired I thought doggone I forgot to mention that because it was really really good stuff uh, first of all, as I mentioned, uh, Sterling was there, Rod and Amanda from Sterling, and uh, they were handing out samples. And here is the sample they were handing out, Bash. Right here, they were handing out a sample soap puck and also a sample aftershave. Boy, this is terrific, terrific stuff. And I couldn't find any information on their, uh, on their website regarding this, so I went to Facebook and I did find some information at the uh, Shave Dad Facebook group. And a member named John Sarah 
posted the following. And John, I hope you don't mind my using this. Uh, and uh, he posted this back on March 31st, I believe. So uh, he wrote, Bash was made for the South Florida Wet Shavers 2022 end of year bash. It's an homage to Grand Swa. That's S-O-I-R, Grand Swa. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Which is an amber and vanilla forward scent. Sterling did a great job with this. It's really nice. Yeah, it is very, very nice. If you can find this, grab some. It is an absolutely terrific, terrific scent. And uh, yeah, I get the I get the uh, the amber and the vanilla combined to an almost really refreshing cologne-like scent. That's how it that's how it hits me. It really is terrific. And again, if you can come across some bash uh, from Sterling. Grab it. It, re it really was. It really is terrific, and it was really nice to see Rod and Amanda there and talk to them. And uh, yeah, so they were hand. They had a whole bunch of these samples. Samples they were just handing them out. So really, really terrific to see them. Uh, another artisan soap maker that was there. Really, really terrific shave soaps. Beautiful, beautiful scents. That was. That was. Uh, that's uh, through the fire. Uh, boy, oh boy, this is terrific. I had a chance to talk to them. Absolutely great. Also talked to them regarding straight razor shaving. Learned a, learned a little bit about that too. But these scents are spot on. They were handing out samples of uh, campfire and that absolutely captures an outdoor evening campfire kind of, a, kind of vibe. Kind of experience. Really, really terrific. So they've got, uh, they had uh, campfire. I am looking forward to shaving with this. And the lake, <laughs> this has that fresh water lakeside kind of scent. Really, really terrific. Like this one a lot. And this one, you know, you get, you know, these are all outdoor themes. And it really does capture that, that environmental essence uh, of each one. And this one was terrific. Uh, I like this one a lot. Northern Lights. Yeah. <laughs> that is, this is wonderful. Absolutely marvelous. It is very, very fresh. It's, it is it is night sky. It's very, very fresh. I just, it captures that freshness of the night sky is what I'm saying. Northern Lights really, really like this one a lot. So uh, that's uh, through the fire. Uh, they really offered some really, really nice samples. And uh, they had a lot, uh, you know, they had a nice table and they were meeting a lot of people there. Again, it was a real whirlwind for me. So my apologies for not mentioning uh, through the fire last week. Uh, just terrific. Check them out. And also, my apologies for omitting talking about Sterling, uh, Sterling Soap Bash. This was great. Again, if you can find this, you know, snap it up. Uh, another one that was, another artisan soap maker that was there were the, were the folks at 11. Uh, yeah, this, uh, they, they have some really nice scented soaps as well. They were handing out samples. Now this one is barbershop. There's a, that symbol there means it's their barbershop scent. This is this is a wonderful barbershop scent and I'm really looking forward to trying this one out. They also were handing out uh, some of their uh, aftershave samples. So here's we have barbershop here. We also have um, lime and basil. Uh, that's really nice. And uh, we also have cedar right here. So uh, what I have here is I have two uh, samples here that uh, are either, uh, one's got to be cedar, one's got to be lime and basil. So it's going to be fun figuring out which is which. 
This is lime and basil, no doubt about it. That's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. That's lime and basil. And this is, uh, yeah, this is definitely cedar. Absolutely. So it's very, very easy to tell them apart, even though they're not labeled. You can really, you really, really get the lime in the lime and basil. Yeah, that's marvelous. So looking forward to uh, trying out these samples as well and talking about them uh, down the road. So they were uh, another artisan soap that was uh, very well represented there. I believe they were next to the carve uh, table, as I recall. So uh, again, it was a real whirlwind. There were a lot of great artisans there, and I had an absolutely wonderful, wonderful time. So I wanted to mention these folks because I failed to talk about what they were uh, offering um, uh, last week at the uh, at the Maggard meetup. So it was uh, absolutely a wonderful, wonderful time. It was great seeing everyone. And uh, if you get a chance, uh, try to get some bash from Sterling, if, from Sterling if they still have it available. Uh, get up and check out 11. The lime and basil is uh, absolutely fantastic, as is the barbershop and the cedar. Very, very good. And through the fire, my gosh, <laughs> these scents are absolutely fantastic. I love these scents. And I'm looking forward to uh, you know building a lather with it with with these soaps and having a shave. So my gosh, I came home with a lot of samples, a treasure trove of samples. If you get a chance to go to the Maggard Meetup next year, if they hold it next year, I'm hoping they do. I'm sure they will. Um, get up there. It really is a terrific, terrific event, and uh, this one was really, really a lot of fun to attend. So. Uh, my thanks again to everyone at uh, Maggard and my thanks to all the folks that were there. Uh, everyone was very, very friendly and very, very welcoming. And my thanks to all the artisans who participated, all the vendors and artisans who participated because they really provided not only some great samples, but a lot of really, really terrific information. All right, that's your Maggard Meetup update for this week. Well, this morning we have an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. As many of you know, we now have over 9,500 subscribers. When we reach 10,000 subscribers, we're doing a giveaway. And all of the shaving gear, all the items in the giveaway are being made possible through the very, very generous contributions of viewers out there. Now, viewer Beth Jones has already contributed sea ice lime shave soap and a Starry Night Dotty Lathering Bowl. That is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful lathering bowl. And uh, it should arrive mid-June from what she's telling me. It's handmade. It's probably being made right now as we speak. So when it arrives, we will show it on camera. But she has already made uh, uh, donations of the Sea Ice Lime Shave Soap and the Starry Night Dotty Lathering Bowl. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful lathering bowl. Uh, she's also she's also sent along additional items, uh, one of which arrived, and I wanted to share that with you right now, uh, 100 Gillette Platinum Swede razor blades from Bull Goose Shaving. These are absolutely glorious razor blades. If you have never shaved with one of these blades, it's definitely a must-do. <laughs> these blades are wonderful. They are absolutely Awesome. And my thanks to Beth Jones for sending these along. And again, a few other items from her are going to arrive and we will showcase those when they do arrive. But this came early uh, outside of the other items that uh, were slated to arrive. So I wanted to share these with you this week. These are absolutely wonderful, wonderful razor blades. So my sincere thanks, my sincere thanks to Beth Jones for sending along 
100 of the Gillette Swede razor blades. My gosh, it is just shaping up to be uh, an absolutely awesome, awesome giveaway due to the very, very generous contributions of viewers out there. So again, let me extend my sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell, and all the folks at Pretech. Thank you very, very much for making this prize package giveaway possible. I really, really sincerely do appreciate it. And my thanks to all the viewers out there for getting us ever closer to 10,000 subscribers, for sharing, for liking, for tuning in every week. Thank you all very, very much. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on. That really is a terrific, terrific cup of coffee. Once again, Trader Joe's French Vanilla Coffee. I like it a lot. I love the aroma. Uh, fresh brewed pot just absolutely has a great aroma in the kitchen. Absolutely fantastic. And again, the Been There Coffee Mug, uh, courtesy of Beth Jones. Thanks again, Beth. Really, really do appreciate it. So what do you think? How's that, how's that looking, huh? Looking any better? I think so. I think this Granado is doing a pretty good job. I didn't apply any. I think it's, you know what, I'm going to apply a little bit more right now, just a little more, and just how about that much right there? That much there? Okay, we'll just put a little bit there like that, and we'll see how that, uh, if that, and then maybe some up here. I don't know, there's something going on up there too. Maybe just kind of see if that aids a little bit more. It's a very, it has a nice calming effect. Um, as I recall, I really, really like this balm a lot. And uh, it really, it, it's, it's a very, very good balm, kind of pricey. But, uh, and the shave soap, again, a light lather, not rich and creamy and thick, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it looks like, <laughs> I think it's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, it's taking care of business. So we'll see how it is by the, uh, by the end of the show. And again, has that ever happened to you? Uh, you get some kind of irritation, not in your shaving path, but somewhere else on your face. Again, maybe it's a, 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 bath, a, a bath soap you're using in the shower. Maybe it's a pre-shave that gets in that area of the skin. Uh, I don't know. I, I, have, I have no idea what it is. I sure would like to find the source and, and the cause of it. That way I can kind of figure out what to do then. But uh, yeah, I think the uh, Granado is taking care of things. Well, okay. Hey, let's get to some of these refill comments. Uh, we're going to kick things off with uh, something from viewer Supernova who wrote, Hi, Mark. Great Monday morning mailbag video. Hey, thanks very much, Supernova. The Maggard meeting seemed like it was great fun and you got great shaving gear. Yeah, I, yeah, I got some really, really nice stuff. It was just a great, great event. I, my second meetup, the Ohio Wet Shavers meetup was the first one. But uh, yeah, this Maggard meetup was really, really nice. About your commentary about Barrister and Man soaps, their current omnibus soap base formula is lanolin-free. It's not uncommon that many people react to lanolin, so this is a good option for those cases. Hey, maybe it was lanolin for me, you know? I don't know. Uh, about their scents, 
Most of the ones I've tried are very nice. The one I have found that people love or hate is Lavanil. L-A-V-A-N-I-L-L-E. Lavanil. I am curious what opinion your viewers have on Lavanil soap scent. Have a great week. Uh, you know what? I've never heard of Lavanil, but I'll put it out to the viewers. Let us know if you like it, if you hate it. Uh, if you know the scent notes in the description of it, please include that in your comments. I'm very, very curious now. Hey, thanks very much for that, Supernova. Really do appreciate it. Robert Fagan checked in. The Maggard meetup looked fantastic with everyone having a great time. Yeah, it was, it was an absolutely great time. I really, really enjoyed myself. Uh, it was fun looking through the photos, trying to see people I recognize from YouTube and Instagram. Never met any of them in person, but it feels like I know some of them through connecting on social media. Yeah, me too. It was nice to meet a lot of folks that I've seen on social media like Mantic59 and uh, Michael Friedberg and uh, Rod from Sterling, uh, Rod and Amanda from Sterling uh, Soap. And uh, yeah, it was just great seeing uh, of putting a name with a face and seeing them in person. That was great. It was just great. It was great meeting everyone. I mean, the wet shaving community is absolutely awesome. I had some great conversations with people I didn't meet on social media. I just met them there. And we just had some great, great conversations about wet shaving and wet shaving gear and uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, it was really, really a good, good time. Bill Murphy wrote, what a great Monday morning mailbag. Hey, thanks very much, Bill. Lots of great information. Really enjoyed the meetup video. I had a lot of fun putting together the meetup video. And again, my apologies if I omitted some things. I'll try to make up for those omissions in future Monday morning mailbags. Uh, as I say, uh, I, it was three-hour drive up, uh, attended the event, met with everyone. It was a great time. Then a three-hour drive back and then uh, transferring the video from uh, my phone to uh, my laptop where I have my editing program and, and that sort of thing, and uh, then putting things together uh, the next day. And uh, what I thought was going to be just something that I could just drop in ended up being a little more involved in putting everything together and how am I going to present it and that sort of thing. A, a challenge, a lot of fun, took up a little more time than I, than I anticipated, but a fun time in doing that, nonetheless. So I'm so glad that you you liked the video highlight reel. Um, wish I could have been, uh, wish wish I could have gone, but glad I didn't because I would have gone broke <laughs> with all the great products on display and represented. Maybe next year. Just had my first wet shave with Immortal Peach. That's Phoenix Shaving's Immortal Peach. What a marvelous scent! All day I was craving a peach dessert of some kind. Uh, it is now one of my favorites. Looking forward to reviews of the new soaps you talked about. Have a great week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing those reviews as well. Uh, some great stuff from Ariana and Evans. Some great stuff from Barrister and Mann. We have something here from Barrister and Mann. Just a little tease right there. Okay, there you go. <laughs> That's coming up in new wet shave gear. Of course, we uh, had the Ariana and Evans review of Barbier Classico, which was introduced at the Maggard Meetup. It is now available online as of Friday the 9th. Yeah, it was Friday, June 9th, I think it was. And this is an absolutely fantastic, fantastic barbershop scent. And the performance is great. This is the Ultima base that Ariana and Evans is offering now. So what a great time to be doing the traditional wet shave because of all these great artisans out there and all these great 
wet shaving soaps and razors and ah, just great, great shaving gear. So I, I agree, Bill. It's a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff out there. Uh, what a marvelous scent. All day I was craving a peach dessert of some kind. It is now one of my favorites. Looking forward to reviews of the new soaps you talked about. Have a great week. Yeah, thanks again, Bill. I'm so glad you're enjoying Immortal Peach. Uh, great to see all these wonderful, wonderful uh, summer scents out there too. Uh, that's what's so great. Some really, really great uh, summery, fresh, uh, warm weather scents out there that are just absolutely fantastic. And Immortal Peach sounds like it's one of them. Uh, Scott Martin wrote, Mark, thanks for posting my question about companies that I wish were still around. I did a deep dusting of my soap shelf on Saturday and found three more that were wonderful companies, Shave Envy, Stubble Trouble, and Balanclaw. You make a good point that eBay kind of keeps hope alive, though. Also, the footage of the Maggard meetup had me fondly remembering the days of the Big Shave West meetups in Pasadena. Those meetups to me were like Christmas morning to a kid. Glad to see you all having fun. Scott, yeah, I saw those videos also of the uh, Big West Shave meetups. And um, I had just come back to the traditional wet shave and saw this concept of a wet shave meetup. Wow, that's really neat. And now that I'm finally attending them, wow, I can understand uh, why they're so popular and why everyone wants to attend them. It's just a great camaraderie of uh, folks in the wet shaving community. And you get to see some really, really wonderful wet shaving gear and products being offered to being offered by some really, really talented artisans out there. So yeah, uh, Big big West, Big Shave West, yeah. Uh, hopefully um, they'll have that again down the road. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it's one I would definitely consider attending. Viewer Scott wrote, great episode, Mark. I used a sample I had of Barrister and Man for the first time recently, and after one use, I ordered a full tub of the Waves scent. It's a take on Gillette, Wild rain aftershave. I've never experienced a more creamy, dense lather. Think cross between Cool Whip and Marshmallow Fluff. Wait to see your take on it. Yeah, I, well, again, got it right, got one right here that I picked up from uh, Maggard Meetup. Uh, met Will from uh, Barrister and Man, and he had this one out. This is being introduced. We'll talk about it in new wet shave gear. Just a little tease, <laughs> and I am definitely looking forward to uh, reviewing this. Uh, yeah, uh, I am like a kid in a candy store when it comes to reviewing these and sharing these. It's it's I, I it's just something I really really love to do, and uh, I just I thank you all very very much for tuning in and uh, listening to what I have to say. I really really do appreciate that. So thank you very very much. And Scott, thanks for the heads up on uh, the creamy goodness and creamy lathery goodness of uh, Barrister and Man shave soaps. Yeah. Abane Samant checked in. My daughter misses Central Texas soaps. She says the shea butter is amazing for shaving her legs. When we were in New York City last month, she saw Pasteur's Pharmacy had some and bought five tubs for herself. Wow. Wow. Uh, and I asked him about it, if it was still available, uh, because five tubs sounded like it probably was. I guess that was old stock. He wrote back and said, yes. We were very fortunate to find a total fluke. They still have some tubs left on their website at a reduced 
price. So folks, if you're interested in Central Texas soaps, get up to Pastor's Pharmacy online. They might have it. They might still have it there because Charles Price also said, I miss Central Texas soaps. Sad they are gone. Charles, get up to uh, Pasteur's Pharmacy and see if you can grab uh, some of those uh, tubs up there available at a discounted price. So, Abine, thanks very, very much for the heads up on that. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Talk Radio 7 said, those bowls are absolutely great art. Awesome. What beauties. Uh, that's the, that is Arto from Finland. Wow, Ardo, thank you for very much for checking in and tuning in from Finland. Uh, that, that's absolutely wonderful. I'm very, very flattered uh, when uh, folks from around the world check in and leave a comment and say that they're viewing the channel. Uh, that is, uh, I really, I'm very, very flattered and honored that you checked in. Thank you so much. And he is talking in regards to the shaving bowls that were donated by Alex Lopez for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. They're handmade. They came from Mexico. They're absolutely beautiful. Uh, I have one that was sent uh, some months earlier uh, by Alex, and I used it in a review recently, and it really is a fantastic, fantastic lathering bowl. So uh, it's part of the prize package giveaway. My thanks again to Alex Lopez. And uh, Ardo, thanks for checking in all the way from Finland. Wow, thank you very, very much. Uh, Bart Bartlett wrote, Monday morning mailbag time regarding shaving products that are no longer available. I never had a chance to use Williams Mug shaving soap before it was discontinued. I only remember that many users commented about it being hard to lather. That was the main reason I never bought any. Well, I happen to have a couple of pucks of uh, William, William shave soap uh, available in the shave den. I haven't used them just yet. A uh, couple of things. I have also. I also have a vintage puck that goes back to, probably, I think, pre-1970, I think. I picked it up for like four bucks at an antique store. I haven't used that one either. But my understanding is, is that the, the newer pucks have the newer formula, and they don't lather as well as those vintage pucks. So um, I haven't really cracked that vintage puck open. I'm really having a hard time whether I should lather with it or just just have it so I have a vintage puck because once I start using it, it's going to be gone. So I, I don't know what to do there. Uh, maybe if I come across another vintage puck, then I can save one and then use one. That would be kind of neat. But the newer ones, I've heard pros and cons as to how they lather. Now, interestingly enough, Bart, at the Maggard meetup, I went over to the PIF table and um, – there were a lot of great, there was a lot of great stuff there. And William Meredith, by the way, if you were William Meredith, very, very kindly sent along items to the, for the PIF table that I took along with me and uh, placed on the, uh, the PIF table. And they were snapped up right away because he sent new, he sent in a new bundle. He sent along a new bundle of uh, Son of Honeysuckle from Phoenix Shaving, a new bundle of Doppelganger. Uh, both of those went like that. I think one guy standing next to me grabbed both of them because I said, yeah, these, these are great. You know, brand new too. And, uh, <laughs> you know, gone. And he sent in a lot of other great stuff. But the point is, when I went back to the PIF table at the end of the day, there was William's mug shave soap sitting right there. And there were some other wet shavers. I think these were newer guys, new to the wet shave. And I was saying, oh my gosh, William's mug shave soap. You got to grab that. They're, you know, 
That's stuff that you, they don't make it anymore. That's like gold. That's like a gold bar right there. So I don't know if anyone grabbed, uh, grabbed it or not, but it definitely was there. And uh, maybe what you're saying about its difficulty in lathering is why some experienced wet shavers passed on it. Maybe they passed on it because they wanted new wet shavers to try it. That's why I didn't grab any. I wanted newer wet shavers to try it and experience. Uh, so, yeah, um, William's Mug Shave Soap was, was represented at the piff table at the Maggard Meetup. Uh, Ron Wright wrote, <laughs> I like, whenever Ron leaves a comment, I like saying that. Ron Wright wrote, good 3MB, and I may be, um, and I may be in a, in, uh, I may be uh, one of the few, but I am really bummed about Williams no longer making their soap. I should have bought a bunch of pucks when I had the inkling last year, just before they disappeared from the shelves of where I could get it for only a dollar a puck. True, it wasn't an artisan soap, but it was a fantastic bargain and worked well for me. Thankfully, though, Arco is still around. Yeah, Arco is very, very good. And again, Ron, Williams Mugs Shave Soap right there on the piff table. And I'm just surprised no one was grabbing it. And there were there had to be a half a dozen pucks there on, on the table. And, uh, you know, I just was hoping... Some uh, new wet shavers, which I was encouraging. Look at this, folks. It's right here. <laughs> Williams Mug Shave Soap. I don't think they made the connection. Viewer Roderick McLeod left a really detailed comment in last week's Monday Morning Mailbag regarding soap scum buildup on razors. And he wrote, in part, razor buildup is a triple-edged sword. There's soap scum, dried soap, a different thing, and mineral deposits. Regarding soap scum or dry soap buildup in razors, Scrubbing Bubbles Cleaner does a great job dissolving scum and buildup. It's safe on most common bathroom metals like plated brass, but not bare brass, so you don't want to let it dwell on the metal for a long time. I prefer the pump spray over the foaming aerosol because it flows into the nooks and crannies quickly. I spritz it down, let it soak for about 15 seconds, Cycle the razor mechanism and rinse. Any scum that doesn't rinse off is softened to the point that it's easy to remove with a toothbrush, nylon bristle firearms brush, Q-tip, or microfiber cloth. Rinse again, then soak in hot water to get the metal nice and warm. The warm razor dries off quickly. After it's dry, I apply a drop or two of mineral oil where the T-bar penetrates the blade trade so that the oil will run down and lubricate the mechanism and cycle the razor a couple of times to work the oil through. Wow, this is absolutely fantastic, fantastic information. What I'll do is I'll take his entire comments here because there's another couple of paragraphs here. I mean, it really is very, very detailed and maybe two, three paragraphs more. And it's very, very detailed. And I'll uh, post this in the comment section below and I'll pin it to the top. Uh, it really is a fantastic, fantastic comment. And uh, thanks very, very much, Roderick, for this whole routine and how to get rid of soap scum from a twist to open razor. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Thank you very, very much. Viewer Jim G wrote, Hey, Mark, what I use to prevent any soap buildup on my razors is using shower cleaner. Since it's created to clean metal fixtures, it won't harm the finish on your razors. I have used it for years. I rinse my razor after use, then spray the entire razor and let it sit for a few minutes. I rinse off the shower cleaner and dry the razor with a microfiber cloth. It also shines the razors too. I find this process works wonderfully. Have a great week. 
Jim G. Hey, Jim, thanks very, very much for that. Really do appreciate it. Kind of similar to what Roderick was talking about, but uh, thank you very, very much. Another option for, for those out there looking to clean the soap scum out of their razors. Viewer Charles Price checked in with uh, his routine in using an Allen block. He wrote, when it comes to the Allen block, it depends on the season for me. In winter, I rinse it off as it dries my skin, but in summer, it stays on and works well. My season, my rules, laugh out loud. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Charles. Switch it off from season to season. One season, the winter being a little more dry skin season. Summer, not so much. Makes a lot of sense, Charles. Great, great comment. And a great way to wrap up this week's refill segment. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Timeless razors were very well represented at the Maggard meetup. I had a chance to talk with uh, Jeremiah and Doug of Timeless Razors. They were there with their razors and also this marvelous item right here, their adjustable shaving brush handle. This thing is absolutely fantastic. I've been using it. I have two different knots. I got a 26 millimeter super high density knot from Maggard and also a 24 millimeter super high density knot. And you can swap these out in a snap. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. All you're doing is taking these uh, different uh, sized gasket bases and inserting the knot in there, putting it in the handle, tightening down the collar, and then you got it. I mean, <laughs> no glue needed at all. And you can swap out uh, different knots to your heart's content using this handle. The handle also is uh, made and machined from a very, very nice aluminum. It is very, very robust. It's watertight and it feels great in the hand. And I have been uh, shaving with this uh, past several shaves this week with both the 26 millimeter knot and the 24 millimeter knot. And they work great. And the knots are so, you would not know that this is an adjustable brush. If I were to just hand this brush to you, you would not think that it's it's that you can remove the knot in, in a flash and replace it with another one. You would think that that knot is seated in there and glued in there. It's not glued in there. It's just a really, really ingenious, ingenious method of uh, swapping out knots. So you want to check out uh, their shave brush handle uh, up on their website. Absolutely fantastic. But in speaking to them about their timeless bronze razor, as you know, viewer Alex Lopez very, very kindly sent a timeless bronze razor head and he put it on the pearl shaving brass handle. And it looked great. I did a review of it. It gave me a wonderful, wonderful shave. And I asked them if they happened to have a bronze handle available. And they said, no, 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 but go up to our uh, website, go to the Scratch and Dent area, and you can find them there at a really, really good price, which is what I did. And they very, very kindly sent me, <laughs> and here it is right here. Uh, there it is right there. The handle that it now is connected to the, uh, the bronze razor head that Alex Lopez sent, and uh, the razor stand. Look at that. It's absolutely beautiful and uh, absolutely fantastic. And uh, I've had uh, several shaves with this, and it's marvelous. The handle really, really does change up the way this uh, razor head behaves. It really, really is a marvelous, marvelous razor. Uh, and again, look how great that looks. Absolutely fantastic. 
And uh, it's going to patina over time, so you can choose whether to whether you want it to just naturally patina, or if you want to, you know, shine it up and polish it every once in a while to keep it looking like this. I don't know which one I'm going to do yet, but uh, it's absolutely fantastic, and I love the the way the logo is is etched in there in the base of the base of the uh, in the bottom of the stand. Absolutely fantastic. Really, really, just absolutely a great, great. Uh, performing razor. Uh, really, it's quickly becoming a favorite of mine. I really, really do like it. So my thanks to Alex Lopez for sending along the uh, the razor head and the pearl shaving handle. And my thanks to uh, Doug and Jeremiah and everyone at uh, Timeless Razors, uh, their brothers uh, Mark, Matt, and Nick, for uh, making this handle and base available to me. It looks absolutely fantastic. So, uh, you know, I, I, was, <laughs> I was happy I ordered it. it. When it arrived, I was just delighted with it it just absolutely performs great if you're looking for a bronze razor the timeless bronze razor is an absolutely stellar razor this delivers such a smooth efficient shave it is as i say it's quickly becoming one of my favorite razors it really is very very well made very very precisely cnc machined and uh it's bronze and you know I tell you, it's fantastic, fantastic razor. Now, in the package, they also sent along uh, a couple of items. Uh, you know, no charge. My sincere thanks to them. We're going to be reviewing one of them. We'll, we'll review both of them. But one is really more for review. This is their timeless uh, shaving bowl right here. This is made of a high-impact plastic. It has some nice raised swirl ridges on the bottom like that. It, it ha It's a nice height a nice diameter. It fits well in the hand and it very, very easily accommodated both a 26 millimeter knot and a 24 millimeter knot. Because yes, I did use their adjustable shaving brush handle with this uh, shave bowl. Now I'm going to do a review on this. I'll do a, a all timeless shave gear review. Uh, but uh, this really did generate a lot of lather. I was really, really surprised and delighted at how quickly it helped generate the lather. Uh, these raised ridges here that kind of come halfway up the sides of the bowl really, really aid in whipping up the lather. It was marvelous uh, just how easily that lather uh, whipped up. And again, it has some nice, I guess you could call it some nice ribbing or channeling on the outside of the bowl so you can get a really nice firm grip. It's high-impact plastic. I don't know what kind of plastic it is, but it is a nice plastic. So if you drop it, it's not going to break. It is lightweight. It's not overly heavy. It's really a nice, nice shaving bowl. And uh, I I mean, it would be great in any shave den. I really enjoy using it. So uh, I would say that if you're looking for a shaving bowl, you're looking for something in high-impact plastic, something that's going to whip up uh, a really, really nice, generous heap of lather, check out the Timeless Lathering Bowl. It really is a terrific, terrific lathering bowl. I've enjoyed using it, and I'm looking forward to uh, reviewing it on camera and sharing with you how wonderfully it develops a lather. It really, I, would, I mean, you know, I was just delightfully surprised at how nice of a lather it whipped up. So it did a really, really great job. And again, uh, 26 millimeter knot, 24 millimeter knot, both of them worked very, very well on the bowl. Absolutely no problem. Uh, a lot of room in there 
very, very generous room for that, for both of those knots to work in there and agitate and build a ladder. They also very, very kindly sent along a timeless razor uh, barber towel, a uh, hand towel. Really, really terrific. This is from uh, Millennium, made in USA, right there. So you can see that. And it's a very, very nice towel. I love the logo. And we will be using that as well with uh, when we review uh, the uh, timeless, timeless items. Uh, terrific. So they make a terrific bronze razor. They make a really, really nice lathering bowl. They make a great adjustable shaving handle. Uh, and, uh, you know, just an all-around great resource for high-quality, well-made uh, wet shaving gear uh, that you can... Uh, that you can buy from uh, an American-made source. Uh, really, really terrific. As a matter of fact, they're right there in North Royalton, Ohio, which is just uh, west side from where I am here in Chardon, Ohio. So they're probably maybe 45 minutes to an hour away, if that. So that is kind of neat as well, that, uh, that they're right there kind of in my backyard. And when I, was, when I came back to the traditional wet shave, I saw uh, Timeless Razors up there. When uh, this was sent to me by uh, Alex Lopez, uh, I went up to their website and said, hey, they're in North Royalton. I never knew that. So that's kind of neat. So uh, give them a look. Uh, the bronze razor with the stand, absolutely fantastic. We talk about Father's Day gifts, dads and grads. Wow, if you were to give this to a graduate or, a, or to your dad or granddad or uncle for Father's Day, an older brother, whatever, you know, this is an absolutely spectacular gift. This is a lifetime razor. It is so well made. They will absolutely love this as a gift. And also, uh, if they already have uh, their favorite razor, then you know what? This shave handle, they're going to love this. Get the handle, get a few knots, and uh, what, a great, what a great gift that would be as well. And of course, don't forget the lathering bowl. So uh, it is dads and grads uh, season. I'm just mentioning this because you might be looking for something. Uh, Timeless Razors has some really, really nice offerings. So my thanks again to Jeremiah and Doug and everyone at Timeless Razors for uh, sending along, uh, you know, some really, really nice items uh, that went along with my purchase of the handle and the base for the bronze razor head. Thanks again, gentlemen. Really, really do appreciate it. Okay, as promised, we're going to be talking about Barrister and Mann and also Ariana and Evans shave soaps. Uh, we have a review, a comparison review, of two great shave soap offerings from Barrister and Mann and Ariana and Evans, courtesy of Mark Bagwell. And Mark titles his review, For the Love of Oranges. Today we have two heavyweight contenders ready to battle it out for the title of King of the Orange Shaving Soaps. In one corner is Nordost by Barrister and Mann, and the other is La Orange Verte by Ariana and Evans. So which is better? Let's find out. Let's begin with performance. Both of these soaps have superior slickness and cushion. They are made by Barrister and Mann and by Ariana and Evans, two of the best shaving soap makers, according to not only myself, but by Sharpologist. So you can count on superior slickness and cushion by both. If there is a winner between them, it would be so minute, there is no way to pick a winner. So let's move on to the scent. Now, this is where they differ. They are very different takes on orange goodness. Nordost has a smoky orange scent 
that is absolutely intoxicating. La Orange Verte is equally intoxicating, but with a much more complicated scent profile. The underlying scent is definitely orange, but this is the list of notes. Bergamot, tangerine, lemon peel, orange, black pepper, lavender, neroli, oak moss, and patchouli. So who wins this round? A tie. Some days you feel like a smoked orange, some days you don't. <laughs> By now you're probably asking yourself, so who is the winner? The answer is, drum roll please, you. Because no matter which of these soaps you pick, you win. In fact, I have both and refuse to do without either one. So the only loser here are the people who don't have either one. And for those few people who don't like orange scents, my advice is to seek medical help <laughs> as soon as possible because your nostrils need tweaking. Everyone loves oranges. And you will not find two better examples of orange shaving soaps than Nordost and La Orange Verte. And don't forget the aftershaves. Yeah, absolutely fantastic, fantastic review, Mark. Thanks very, very much. Now, I picked up Nordost at the Maggard Meetup. Uh, it's just recently been released, as I understand. Uh, at the time I'm recording this, I believe it's being released. I think, what do I want to say? I think the 12th today, I think, when this airs, I think. Uh, I can't recall exactly, but yeah, this is absolutely a wonderful, wonderful scent. When I sampled it, I knew I had to have it because I do like orange scents. It's absolutely marvelous. It's absolutely wonderful. Now, uh, Will of Barrister and Man not only had the, um, the Nordost shave soap, but he also had the aftershave right here, which I also purchased. I haven't cracked this open yet. I will uh, when I do the review. And he also had the EDT. Now, uh, if I recall correctly in talking to him, the EDT is designed for summer weather. So it won't overwhelm. Uh, your body heats up and it might throw off more scent than you want. This, uh, this prevents you throwing off too much of the scent because it is uh, a little more agreeable to warm weather. Let me put it to you that way. I, if, I, if I recall correctly in what he was explaining, again, a lot of people around the barrister and man table, lot of, uh, a lot of activity in, in the, during the meetup. So, you know, trying to... Uh, to talk uh, above uh, all the sound going on and that sort of thing. Uh, this is what I was able to uh, kind of glean from our discussion, uh, that this is a, a lighter EDT for warm weather. But it is an absolutely fantastic, fantastic scent. And I cannot review, I cannot comment on Ariana and Evan's Lorange Verte because I don't have it. However, now that Mark Bagwell says you got to have both, I'm going to get it. However, I do have uh, one of uh, the citrus scents that, uh, that uh, Ariana and Evans offers, and that's Limoncello. I did get this at the, uh, at the meetup, uh, as well as their um, uh, Barbier Classico. And if you saw the review this past Friday, I talk about this absolutely wonderful, wonderful uh, upstairs, uh, how do I want to say, top shelf barbershop scent, absolutely wonderful. Uh, and the review ran this past Friday, so you may want to check that review out. But I've been shaving with Limoncello and um, hope to get a review done very, very soon. This is a shaving cream. 
It is not a shaving soap. It's a shaving cream. It is a nice thick cream. And boy, does this whip up a nice lather. And this scent is absolutely marvelous. So if you like scents that are on the citrus end of the spectrum, you're going to love Limoncello. This absolutely has that kind of scent, that kind of vibe. And as they say here, old school shaving cream. Yeah, absolutely. It was just absolutely wonderful. Matter of fact, what am I talking about? I used this before cameras rolled. This is what I shaved with before cameras rolled. It was absolutely fantastic, as is the uh, Limoncello uh, aftershave. Really, really fantastic, fantastic. Both of them absolutely great. So uh, Mark Bagwell, thanks very, very much for a great comparison review between Barrister and Mann's Nordost and Ariana and Evans' uh, L'Orange Verte. Thanks very, very much for that. Folks, we'll have links below to these products. And again, as I say, Nordost, I think, has just been released. So check that out. If it has been, I'll have a link for it. If it hasn't, well, then I'll have the link in the description below when it does launch. But I think, it, I think it's already launched by the time this airs. So thanks again to Mark Bagwell for a great comparison review. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, I just saw it in my show notes, <laughs> so I might as well let you know uh, about Nordos from Barrister and Man. Hey, guess what, all you peeps out there in wet shaving land? Nordos returns June 13th, so that's tomorrow, one week from today in seven days. Well, this was posted back then. I believe it was on Facebook. Orangey goodness available at retailers at a later date. The meetup schedule made it impossible for us to get the stock to them in time. And no balm because it's so freaking hot. But Nordost is back. Orange, you glad? <laughs> so that's it. June 13th. No balm because it's so freaking hot. But also check out the aftershave and the uh, EDT. Uh, and again, EDT designed for warm weather, if I recall correctly. But there it is, June 13th. My apologies for omitting it from the previous segment. But hey, you get to, you get to, get to get another look at the label and dream about the orangey goodness that this one has. And it is really, really terrific. So that's Nordust from Barrister and Man, June 13th. This review comes from viewer Harry Alexander from Down Under, all the way down under in Australia. And he writes, hi, Mark. Hope you're doing well. Harry Alexander again. Here's a link to an Australian safety razor maker and grooming products website for a brand named Jack the Barber based in Sydney, Australia, where I live. Check it out when time permits. Now, he uh, gave me the link. And we'll get a screenshot here to show you uh, what he is talking about here because he goes into some detail. I have tried their three-piece safety razor and their small twist-to-open butterfly safety razor in a shaving kit box with brush and stand. I have tried their standalone sold separately brush as well. They are cheap and probably made somewhere in East Asia. Their standalone brush is a cheap synthetic that works fairly well but lacks bristles to whip up really good lather. This would make a good spare brush. Their brush in the shaving kit box sheds till it goes bald. The safety razor in the shaving kit box, highly efficient, as efficient as an R41, even more so, and also highly uncomfortable. The blade is positively exposed to a point where there's max blade feel. I call this model the Jack the Butcher, Wa <laughs> Jack the Butcher Wasp Safety Razor. 
One must take their time with it. I think only one person reviewed it on YouTube, a channel going by the name of Dave Shaves. He thought it was surprisingly good for its price. I beg to differ with him on that, but oh well. Their three-piece safety razor also has a positively exposed blade, but does not threaten to slice and dice as much as its little brother, the Butterfly Butcher, but it requires focus nonetheless. In my opinion, these are not for beginner razors, and yet the packaging classifies them as mild. The blade feel of these razors, I would say, is the same as the blade feel on any razor equivalent to and above that of a Gillette Red Tip, Parker 87R, Mercur Futur above setting 3. Sometimes Jack's razors make me feel like I'm pole vaulting on the edge of the blade at times. I won't rubbish any razor, even cheap and nasty ones. I think that in essence, they require us to always remember shaving's golden rules of slick lather, weight of the razor, light touch, dexterity and focus and awareness. In this light, I could classify Jack the Barber razors as good razors to practice on for more experienced wet shavers. I think that if I can shave with these razor models, I could probably hone my skills more than enough to shave with a surgeon's scalpel, laugh out loud. Anyway, that's my current update. Have a great day. Best regards always, Harry Alexander. Uh, and he goes on to say, yeah, so Dave's shaves did a review on YouTube a couple of years ago on the Twist Open Butterfly version of the Jack the Barber safety razors. And he has a link to that, and I will provide that link as well. Uh, it's a real budget style El Cheapo setup. The razor works. They found it to shave mild. I found it rough yet efficient. Have a great day, Mark. Well, Harry, thanks very, very much for sending this along. Always great to see other wet shaving gear from around other parts of the world. And this is available in the Australian market uh, in his hometown of Sydney, Australia. So if you're a viewer in that neck of the woods, uh, here you go. Jack the Barber available to Australia, to the Australian market um, in Sydney, Australia. But uh, be aware, <laughs> probably not as mild as they advertise, and probably for those who are a little more of an experienced wet shaver. But uh, you know what? As he says, uh, good bargain items and uh, might make a good spare razor for some wet shavers out there. So thanks again for that uh, write-up on Jack the Barber shaving gear uh, available in Australia. Uh, Harry, thanks very, very much. Viewer James Sefton checked in regarding Colonel Conk's new shave soap, and he wrote, Hey Mark, I received the new version of the Colonel Conk soap today and tried it out, and I won't be ordering any more. In my opinion, in my humble opinion, the protection just isn't there, but like I said, it's just my opinion. Have a great evening. Uh, hey James, thanks very much for sending that along. Uh, I guess it's going to be a your mileage may vary when it comes to the new Colonel Conk shave soap. I have not tried it. Uh, as uh, many of you know, we're, we're all very, very familiar with the uh, glycerin soap uh, that Colonel Conk has sold through Amazon. I don't know if this is still going to be available, if there's a lot of stock up there or not. I'll, uh, I'll link to uh, their glycerin soaps if it's still available on Amazon. Uh, but uh, I think at the Colonel Conk website, the glycerin soap is not available, but their newer soap formulas are available. But these 
Glycerin soaps from Colonel Conk have been a staple in the wet shaving community. This is one of the shave soaps that I tried when I first came back to the traditional wet shave. I was very, very impressed with them. I liked them a lot. I ordered them several times. Of course, here is the last little bit of lime, glycerin lime that I have right here. I took this out of my shave bowl and put it aside to save it. And uh, that scent is still <laughs> very, very strong with lime. It's absolutely fantastic. So, uh, yeah, a great performing glycerin soap. And uh, one I hope they will not discontinue. I hope it's not going to be discontinued. And again, we'll check out Amazon to see if it's still available up there. And um, James doesn't uh, seem to be too impressed with the uh, new, soap, new Colonel Conk soap formula. However, uh, it's his opinion. It's going to be a your mileage may vary. Uh, let us know in the comments below if you have tried the new Colonel Conk soap formula and uh, whether you like it or not. Really would be interested in hearing other wet shavers' opinions about it. James, thanks very, very much for sending that along. Really do appreciate it. Well, well since it's summertime and uh, we're always talking about uh, weekend getaways and taking a safety razor and checked luggage and that sort of thing, uh, Jimmy V checked in regarding travel cases. Uh, and he wrote, Hi, Mark. Uh, I know I've seen discussions about travel cases for razors. Some companies like Rex make some nice ones for the console and ambassador razors. But most really don't. I just wanted to revisit that this micro Pelican case is a great razor case. Uh, I've used it for my ambassador, console, and now the Henson TI medium razor. The soft foam holds the razor in place with great shock protection and the hard shell protects the contents. It's pretty much crush proof for anything most people are likely to encounter. I just toss it into my checked luggage or into a checked equipment case I'm traveling with. I don't put it in my carry-on. As you know, I fly a lot all over the country and the world and I have never had it go missing. Is that a possibility? Of course. But personally, when I'm stuck on location, a relaxing shave is always a great part of the day. So I want my favorite razor with me. <laughs> oh, wow. Jimmy, hey, thanks very, very much for sharing that with us. Because as I say, it's summer weather, people are getting on the road, traveling, and uh, you may want to take your favorite razor, whether you're doing a road trip uh, by, uh, by car or if you're flying away and you have checked luggage. This is an absolutely fantastic case for uh, your, uh, your razor. And uh, the way you have it set up, Jimmy, is absolutely fantastic. Very instructive. We'll have a link to it below, folks, where you can find it. I found it on Amazon. I'm sure there are other online retailers that also carry this. I will check with Jimmy to find out where he buys his because it really is a terrific, terrific case to uh, store your razor in, pack away in your checked luggage if you're flying away or in your uh, dop kit, uh, your overnight bag if you're driving away for the weekend. Really looks like it's going to protect the razor very, very well. Uh, foam padding, hard outside case. Yeah, absolutely going to work well, especially for that special razor that you might have in your collection and you want to take it along uh, for that weekend getaway. So Jimmy, thanks very, very much for uh, letting us know about the Pelican Micro case. Absolutely 
Fantastic. There's that word again. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic, fantastic solution for storing your razor when you're traveling. Thanks again, Jimmy. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Bill Murphy checked in with the following. Hi, Mark. I remember you mentioned in one of your reviews that you enjoy menthol in your shave soap and aftershave. I sure do. Well, I have a great summer shower soap for you. It's Cremo Cooling Citrus and Mint Leaf Body Wash. It has just a slight cooling feeling, and yes, among the ingredients is a touch of menthol. The scent is great and lasts a long time. To get a good lather, it's best to use a scrunchie. Using your hand or washcloth does not make the best lather. I have seen this body soap in Target, Walmart, and Walgreens. It's also available on Amazon and the Cremo site. They also have other items matching this scent, including their shave cream and deodorant. Uh, and then uh, from their website, uh, Bill includes here, a crisp, refreshing scent with a lively blend of peppermint in a rich, lathering body wash. This perfectly balanced premium formula helps keep you clean and thoroughly moisturized. Wow. Hey, thanks very, very much for that, Bill. Really, really do appreciate it. Kind of goes hand in hand with uh, this morning's shaving tip where uh, we were told of another Cremo kind of uh, body wash that would help in, uh, in a pre as a pre-shave. And again, that came from a viewer, uh, Chris Eikenberry, and he talked about Cremo sea salt and grapefruit exfoliating body wash. So here's another body wash that uh, sounds absolutely great. And maybe this too, because of the menthol and because of some of the ingredients, might also make a great pre-shave as well. But nice to know that there is a matching shave soap and deodorant. Uh, so folks, we'll have a link to uh, the sites where you can get this particular one. Bill, thanks very, very much. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's new wet shaving gear segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments. Viewer Mark Williams wrote, A comment on the refill section from this past week's Monday morning mailbag as far as traveling with safety razors and the TSA. I agree that taking the razor apart so it can be properly screened is the best way. I still think that when the TSA agent flagged my safety razor and when I pointed out that there was no blade in it, he pitched my Captain's Choice Nor'easter as a consolation prize, laugh out loud. Even though it was half full, the label said five ounces, which I was told is more than is allowed. Again, that's how I found out that they have the discretion. Well, Mark, thanks very much for pointing this out. I also agree that taking a safety razor apart, especially a three-piece razor, and kind of just taking that apart and putting it in your DOP kit and letting them see that there's no threat there at all, or opening up a twister open razor, show them, showing them there's no blade. This is all well and good and may have worked in the past. However, the rules have changed. And uh, Mantic 59 uh, was at the Maggard meetup, and he gave us an update on all this. We ran it last week. I'll run it again this week in case uh, viewers out there missed it. Uh, here's Mantic 59 with an update 
on TSA regulations and taking a safety razor in your carry-on. Okay, I'm with Mantic 59. This is an update regarding safety razors and TSA regulations. Right. There's been a very recent change in TSA regulations, and I've verified this through TSA and through line supervisors at airports, that if a single-edge or double-edge razor is in your carry-on luggage, whether it has a razor a blade in it or not, they're going to take it. They have been told to confiscate double-edged and single-edged safety razors. Simple as that. So there you have it. Don't take your safety razor in a carry-on. They will grab it. They're going to take it away from you. Do not take your safety razor in a carry-on, in, in a dop kit in your carry-on. If you do take a safety razor, make sure it's in your checked luggage. Uh, as we learned uh, earlier in the show, Jimmy V does this all the time with his Pelican micro case. He'll pack his razor, a nice razor, in his Pelican micro case, and he'll put that in his checked luggage. And he always has it with him at the location of whatever uh, photo shoot he's doing. So, uh, and, he, and again, he travels he does photo shoots all over the country and all over the world, and he always puts his uh, razors in his checked luggage in one of these Pelican micro cases, and he always has his favorite razor with him at the location of uh, the photo shoot. And uh, yeah, it's a great thing to have that piece of your shaved den with you, your home shaved den with you on the road. I can understand that. But uh, do not pack a safety razor in your carry-on bag. The TSA will grab it 100%. Can't take it apart. Can't open it up and show them that there's no blade, anything like that. From what Mantic 59 says, they're going to take it. And he has some very, very reliable sources. He's also going to do a deep dive on this on the Sharpologist website. So when he has that article available, we will link it below. So Mark, thanks very, very much for the really, really great suggestions. Uh, regarding taking a safety razor on, uh, on a carry-on. Uh, and, and uh, you know, previously, if this was last year, I would say, hey, these are great suggestions. But recently, we've learned that the rules have changed. But it's worth uh, putting it out there again. Folks, if you're traveling with your safety razor, check luggage only. Do not pack it in your carry-on. Hey, Mark, thanks again for the comment. It serves as a great reminder regarding the new TSA regulations and safety razors. Viewer Brent Page sent along tips on starting straight razor shaving. Now, as many of you out there know, uh, Charles Price kind of started the ball rolling on this uh, in uh, getting me kind of interested in learning how to do the straight razor shave. And it's going to be a long process. Uh, you just don't learn this overnight. And I'm kind of dipping my, my, toe, my toe into the straight razor shaving pool and uh, seeing if the water is agreeable with me. It, it, I'm very, very intrigued. But again, it's going to be, a, there's, a, there's a steep learning curve and it's a long learning curve and it's not going to happen right away. Anyhow, Brent very, very kindly sent along a series of tips on starting the straight razor shave. And my thanks to him. And uh, he writes, Hi, Mark. Per your last couple 3MBs, you talked about taking the plunge into straight razor shaving. As someone who started learning this myself a few, a few ago, I mean, years ago, months ago, I'm not sure. 
I thought I'd give some tips as they are fresh in my mind. First and foremost, confidence. Confidence is key. If you're scared of the blade, you will make mistakes. Get comfortable handling the blade, holding it in different grips. Second, angle, angle, angle. This is key. If you don't find the right angle, it won't cut or it will tug and pull, making you think the razor is dull. Third, skin stretching is your friend and makes a huge difference. Fourth, I highly suggest sending your razor out to a pro-hone meister. That way, you're guaranteed to have a sharp blade. Fifth, join a forum if you haven't already. Sharp Razor Palace, The Shave Den, or Badger and Blade. A ton of info at your fingertips and friendly folks to help guide you should you run into a snag. Sixth, I would avoid doing dry runs with a bladeless shavette as it truly won't help you find or understand the feeling of the correct angle or pressure, in my humble opinion. Let me stop there. Charles Price recommended using a, um, a, a, a razorless, a bladeless shavette to learn how to get the correct angle, to learn the muscle memory, that sort of thing. Um, what we're finding out here is that Brent feels the opposite. He doesn't feel that that uh, is something you should do. Uh, some other wet shavers out there, from what I've read, will also use uh, the dull side of a butter knife to try to work that muscle memory. Uh, but Brent uh, does not uh, suggest that. His opinion. Uh, so uh, you know, we have two different uh, we have we have two different approaches. Uh, I would suggest you use one, whichever one you feel comfortable with. Brent is saying, nah, don't do it that way. Uh, he continues here, I think doing dry runs like that will actually set you up to nick or cut yourself. Okay, well, there's his reason why. Okay, that's fine. Fair enough. Seventh, relax. Take your time and have fun. Uh, he has one more here. Focus on shaving your sideburns and cheeks until you build the muscle memory and get more comfortable. Hope this helps you in your journey. I look forward to 3MB every Monday and keep up the great work. Your friend, Brent Page. Hey, Brent, thanks very much. And that final tip makes sense. Doing your sideburns and your cheek with a straight razor will help you get that correct angle and work that muscle memory to where I think that's the reason why you're saying don't use a bladeless shavette. That makes sense to me because if you're, if you're building your muscle memory and your sideburns and your cheek, then everything else may come along and kind of fall into place or will come along and fall into place uh, regarding muscle memory and handling handling the uh, the straight razor. But thanks very, very much for this, Brent. Really do appreciate it. Some really, really great, helpful tips to those out there who want to start to learn uh, the straight razor shave. We will also, once again, link a series of tutorials that Charles Price forwarded to the channel I've already watched the first episode. It's very, very helpful. So you might want to check that out. And again, it's there is a, there is a steep learning curve there. And Brent, your suggestions uh, are very, very helpful and add to this great database of information that we can comb through and and uh, help in learning the process of using a straight razor. So thanks again, very, very much. Really, really do appreciate it. 
Viewer Jimmy V checked in again, and this is in regards to cleaning uh, his safety razor. Uh, we had a previous discussion in refill about cleaning out soap scum and that sort of thing with your safety razor. And this is Jimmy's routine. And he writes, another thing I've started to do is do the final cleaning rinse of the razor in distilled water. After a shave, I loosen the head up to enable easy water flow between the head and base plate and do the main high pressure wash under hot tap water. Then for the last step, I switch it around in a plastic tube that has distilled water in it. This prevents the calcium deposits that seem to want to bind to razors and other items from getting a foothold on the razor. Then I disassemble everything. I put the blade on a magnet for tomorrow and thoroughly dry the razor parts with a microfiber towel and air blower. I have a bunch of these air blowers, so I just relegated one to the shave den. This is what I use for the blower. I never ever blow on things except being coffee or food with my mouth. I learned that the hard way when I blew on a gel filter with what I thought was a dry mouth. <laughs> that did not work out well, laugh out loud. And this is a, an air blower here. He has a link to it. And uh, we will uh, pass that link along. This is Jotto's uh, AA 1910 Medium Rocket Air Blaster. Uh, so you'll uh, want to check that out. And we, again, we'll have a, a link to, uh, to that below. All this is probably a bit over the top, but I just enjoy the whole process and I'm a nut about keeping any of my tools as clean as possible. Anyway, have a great day, Jimmy. Uh, and uh, he also followed up with this. Uh, this is the plastic container I use. It's a repurposed crystal light container that contains individual sealed packets. This is all I drink other than coffee. <laughs> I travel with the packets to make it on the fly when on location. These containers are great. I use them for a lot of different things. Just peel off the label and there you are. I just fill it with distilled water and slosh the razor around for 30 seconds or so. Since it's plastic, there's no danger of hurting the razor or cracking something made of a breakable material. Wow, Jimmy, thanks very, very much for that. Great, great tips in cleaning a razor. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, kind of really fell in nicely to our previous discussion regarding removing soap scum and that sort of thing. So uh, thanks very much for passing this along. Very instructive and very informative to a lot of wet shavers out there who are wondering what else they can do to keep their razors clean. Jimmy, thanks very, very much. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday morning mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, Check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel. Organize and categorize so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh.
Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. And one more thing before we get out of here. This is a close-up of the closing of the show. What do you think? Did Granado do a good job in knocking down that irritation? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.